0: Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Muriel. And
1: welcome to Hella Hella in Your your 30s. 30s. This
0: week, we bring you our guide to celebrating a very COVID Thanksgiving.
2: Let's do yoga.
1: Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order
0: pizza. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hella in Your 30s. This is a podcast for people of all ages all about Navigating this dystopian world we live in.
1: Welcome to our living room. Muriel and I have our notes for this episode all scribbled out in front of us. It's yes. gonna be a banger. All right, look, we got a lot to get through this episode. We're so excited. We're gonna be hitting you with our hack for how to have a very special Thanksgiving dinner this year. We're gonna come. We're gonna hit you with our game plan for alcohol. We're gonna brush you up on conspiracy theories uh, that any uh, right-leaning family members might hit you with <laughs> during an awkward Zoom conversation just to get you ready for that we're also gonna um prep you for how to connect with your football loving family members in case some of you out there don't know anything about football and we're gonna do a deep dive into the mysteries of the kitchen through nick's point of view because there's (laughs) things i don't understand and i want to help but we're just gonna get into it you know what i mean
0: i'm so excited and you know what else It's thanksgiving and we are really thankful for things like this Hit him with that voicemail, Nikki.
3: Hi, Nikki Muriel. This is Marla from Dallas, Texas, and I just want to say that every Monday, I anxiously like, scroll through my phone to get to the podcast. I just love you guys so much. You're so entertaining. I feel like I know you. I feel like I know other listeners when I hear other voicemails, and I just want to say, I really love you guys. Shut up. Marla, thank thank you. you. It's so
1: sweet and wonderful. What a great message. Holy uh, moly. It's wonderful. Okay, and I think we're just going to take those good vibes and go right into further communion with our listeners. We're going to start with a confession. Uh, (laughs) Look, we already recorded this next segment once, and we went off. It was an hour long. Yeah,
0: on two topics.
1: (laughs) It was really, really, really intense and in-depth so what we've done is we've taken that and that is the now the supplementary thanksgiving uh bonus episode on our patreon
0: that's right so we're gonna we're gonna condense what we started with (laughs) down to about five minutes we're gonna
1: try to be quick about this but
0: that's not for like lack of Listen, we have a lot of interesting things to say. So if you want to elaborate, <laughs> right.
1: yeah, yeah. Patreon. I mean, do we just go off? There's a lot of uh, tangents lot of stories and stories and, and hey, uh, fights lot. and shit. It, it was, was funny. A, we got to do
0: like <laughs> a lot of fights. But, but okay, in so, honor
1: of this episode, we're going to try to be succinct with uh, telling you what we've kind of come up with Nick, this year for food and drink. I am thankful for that. Yes, me too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the giving doesn't stop. All right. So Muriel. Yes. It's COVID. We're not getting together with any family members. Yes. And our family members are not getting together by the, with each other. Either everyone's separate, yes. alone in their houses, different cities. So what are we doing to make Thanksgiving special this year?
0: Okay. So when you think about Thanksgiving, you think, right? Okay. The biggest thing is you're either cooking for someone yeah. or you're eating someone's food. Right. Right. And there's an element of surprise in both. Right. Right? Like, either you're you're not sure what you're going to have, or, you know, like you're being presented with something that's been curated (laughs) by someone you love, or you're giving something that you've curated to someone you love. Right. So, my mother and I have ordered surprise meals for each other uh, from different restaurants. Yes. So, we're taking our holiday budget, which for meals for the Montgomery's is enormous. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: uh, And we are, instead of buying turkeys and doing all that kind of stuff, we are purchasing meals- For each other, and we have no idea what they are. So we've sent each other blind sort of pickup information, Yep. Mm -hmm. and we're going to go and pick up these meals. We have no idea what style of food it is. We don't know who made it. (laughs) Yeah. All we know is my mother curated a meal for you and I, and she put it together, and I did one for my parents, and my brother, and my grandmother.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I am so excited. First of all, I cannot wait... To get the food that we are getting from your mom, yeah, so excited. You have no idea, and I'm so excited for like that food to show up to Johnny and Kelsey in New York, or your grandma in Chicago, or your mother in Seattle. Like yeah. it's so fun.
0: It's really crazy, and it's a way to like really have somebody feel your sort of like love and attention yes. and like your. You're you know, it's like you're eating like this kind of gift. You yeah, know? Like, right. It's very, very cool. And I've been <clears throat> really excited about it.
1: Yes, and also one thing that was great is that your grandmother doesn't use the internet and the restaurants in her area had websites that were kind of hard to traverse. So <laughs> doing this for uh people that are maybe alone and maybe aren't that internet savvy or in some cases don't even have computers, like yes, Grandma Mary. Like my grandma. And uh doing that for them is also a beautiful gift, and so you know it does have to just be a Thanksgiving thing too. It could be any holiday thing coming up.
0: I think it's a really cool thing. Yeah. And I've had a ball putting these meals together and I think like for single people who are hanging out, right? Like it's a wonderful gift to give them. It's like something that's really loving and curated and like also takes the stress out of the meal. Like you're giving that person the gift of like, you know, just being able to like sit at their door and have a contactless delivery. Yeah, right. You know, and like have everything there. So at least like there's no stress. Yeah. It's, it's like a little hug from abroad. And it's right?
1: beautiful because even for two people, you're not gonna cook a whole Thanksgiving feast for just for two people. No. And so this is a great way to do it. Okay. I think we succinctly did that i think, I so think too. Nailed it. Okay, I'm, great. I'm a
0: huge fan of this if you have any questions just email me because i can tell you <laughs> i just spent about 40 hours doing this so i can tell you anything you want to know about the ins and outs of doing this but i won't say it now <laughs>
1: yeah you got to listen to our hour-long uh, insanity <laughs> conversation on patreon okay alcohol very important part of thanksgiving nicholas what yes.
0: kind of advice do you have for people for with alcohol
1: Well, my number one advice is just go with whatever you love and are obsessed with. For me, currently, this time of year, this weather, I am currently obsessed with Imperial Stouts. Wow,
0: what's an Imperial Stout, Okay,
1: it is a very dark, heavy beer. Most people think of Guinness when they think of Stout. That's 4% alcohol. I'm talking Stouts that are at least 8%, so at least twice as heavy as a Guinness, up to like 13%. I think that's the sweet spot. Alcohol percentages between 8 and 13. You're going to be looking for those 16-ounce tall boys at your local beer shop. A lot of regular liquor stores now have really good craft beer selections. They ain't cheap, but get yourself an Imperial Stout.
0: These are treats. They are yes. sweet. They are full-bodied. Yes. You don't want to drink like eight of them. No, you getting, can't. Like getting one like pricey can when you yes. look, if you get one pricey can... It really is worth it.
1: Yes, usually between about 6 and $10 per can.
0: But you don't want to drink more than that. Yeah, right. <laughs> so don't worry about yeah, that I'm part. Yeah, I'm super
1: just, into those.
0: <clears throat> just imagine you're drinking like a six-pack of something that costs the same amount of money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then my other thing uh, that I'm really a big fan of, if you already have like kind of a liquor cabinet going, you have different bottles and you just want to make something uh, special for Thanksgiving, I'm suggesting you buy a $30 bottle of Frangelico. It's an Italian uh, hazelnut liqueur that can go into just about any cocktail and just give it a little Thanksgiving, little kiss of nutty sweetness. Right. And you're
0: talking like, like. Hazelnut, right? Yeah. So immediately I'm thinking like chocolate, yeah. eggnog. Like there's those are those like richer, yeah, coffee drinks, right? coffee like coffee drinks, yeah. really good. But yeah. you can also use it in whipped cream. You can also use it in fruity drinks. Like hazelnut and fruit is a great combination. Absolutely. So like you mentioned, what you doing a splash in mimosas is yep. like mm-hmm. really brings out mm-hmm. this kind of cool, yep, like dimension.
1: Yeah, almost, and it's really, really a versatile. Really wonderful liquor. And so even if people aren't really adventurous drinkers, it's just a crowd pleaser too. Cause it's just like delicious. Yeah. Okay. Delicious.
0: All right. And I have one little pitch. Okay, good. I have a pitch pitch. <laughs> yeah. I uh I love kitschy cocktails. And I found one for Thanksgiving that I think is amazing. If you've heard of a Kir Royale, a Kir Royale is champagne with a like dash of shamboard. Yep. Like a really fancy French raspberry liqueur this is a play on a kir royale it's a concord grape royale mm-hmm. and you just go get yourself a cheap old bottle of concord grape juice from the store it shouldn't cost you more than two dollars snag some rosemary put a little ginger in there make a syrup very simple simple syrup Uh, and then you just get a bottle of cheap uh, cheap ass uh, rosé sparkling from Trader Joe's Mm -hmm. then you go ahead and throw it in a wine glass with a little splash of this syrup and it's purple and hilarious (laughs) and like totally Thanksgiving
1: (laughs) oh my god we did it Muriel I think um, before we get into the next segment there is just another uh, wonderful voicemail that I think we should play right now
3: Hi, Nick and Muriel. This is Courtney in Albany, California, which is a little, just a little town north of Oakland. Um, and I'm in the middle of listening to your episode and I've been thinking about calling and leaving a message for like, you know, a year or two. But, uh, I have all the social anxiety. So even this seems hard and I'm going through my nightly ritual of deciding if I should drink wine or tea. And I, wine typically wins out and I thought for a second there that he was going to win out tonight, but then I just got my violin down to play it and I usually have to drink something in order to get myself to play my violin. So that's probably the direction we're going. And, uh, having some anxiety attacks about Trump trying to just coup America. That's pretty cool. New things going on in the Pentagon and all that fun stuff, and it just feels like every day I'm like we're in the we're in the clear, this is cool, we got this. And then the next day I'm like, no, everything's ending. And so today has been everything's ending kind of day, and uh, here we are. It's November, so love you, miss you, happy election month, and you guys are the best. We, we love, love you, Courtney. Courtney. Thank you. Girl, you know you're special.
1: one thing I'm very thankful for is that they're the construction they're doing in the apartment below us. Uh, no one warned us about it. just (laughs) crazy banging. It feels like they're going to break through our kitchen floor. I don't know if you guys can hear the all of that or not. Um, so just the thanks just keep rolling in. Uh, <laughs> Lord knows I am, truly am genuinely thankful to have a house. Okay.
0: But we don't have a house. We rent it.
1: Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, you're right. That's
0: why there's somebody banging on the <laughs> Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm very thankful to be trapped into the only apartment we can afford in <laughs> the entire city of Los Angeles. Okay. I'm also thankful that I don't have any crazy relatives who shove conspiracy theories down my throat. Yeah. But I know that that's not true for all of our listeners so what we've done is muriel did the research for you okay she grounded up what everyone is saying in the right-wing sphere of the conspiracy dark web i
0: picked three things so i did a little research about QAnon. okay and i tried to figure out what's going on actually this has been a really difficult uh segment to do because it's really hard to figure out it's like what what the hell is going on? So uh, I think
1: we're gonna role play a little bit just to kind of get so you guys just to get you guys prepped. Yeah, you know these I mean? are like
0: the top three most insane things people are saying. <laughs>
1: okay, And great. so uh,
0: we're just gonna do it. Okay, we're all just right, great. How it goes. So okay, okay. So this this first one I call Bill Gates. Okay, okay,
1: but I think hold on, but we're role playing, so you can't be my wife. Okay, I think you should be my uncle's new girlfriend
0: okay i'm your uncle's new girlfriend
1: okay and like maybe we've hung out a few times and maybe you said something racist or weird yeah right and i was just like all right well i guess that's who he's with now
0: well i mean i yeah and also just as a small addendum i did try to just research things that i thought were delightfully insane uh (laughs) and less racist not the hateful (laughs) stuff yeah you know there's a lot of stuff people can be saying nowadays yeah right. i picked ones that i felt like were crazy ideas
1: okay great
0: Uh Great. Right. Okay, you ready?
1: Yeah. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. Hi. And so nice to Zoom with you. I.
0: You too. I don't
1: do a lot of Zooming, so this is kind
0: of I op- love Zoom. You do? I love it. Oh,
1: that's cool.
0: It's great.
1: <laughs> well, uh, how, how's the weather out there? Oh,
0: the weather's great out here. You know, I mean, the real deal is right uh-huh. now, uh,
1: the yeah.
0: scamdemic is really getting me down.
1: The, did you say scamdemic?
0: <laughs> yeah, the scamdemic.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, what... Is that what? What do you mean, Scamdemic
0: Like the fake, uh, fake corona thing that's going on right now? It's oh, just like I just—it's just a lot for somebody to understand. So,
1: well, I don't think coronavirus is fake.
0: Well, I'm sure you haven't met anyone with coronavirus. Is that true? No, I haven't. Yes, no. I know not someone who's asymptomatic, quote unquote. And not somebody you heard of, but a friend of yours that you saw in the emergency room?
1: I have. They don't even let people visit the That's emergency room. That's beyond
0: the point. Anyway, It's not
1: beyond the point. I have several coworkers. And
0: I don't need to fight with you about this, honey. I'm just good to meet you. You're
1: right. It's, yes. I'm
0: just good to see you. Yes. That's it's very all. good
1: to see you. You are you know, right. I'm
0: just sitting here thinking like people are so worried about Giuliani and Lindsey Graham In Ivanka's consulting fees. Yeah, that
1: all seems pretty crooked.
0: But you know what they really should be worried about? (laughs) What? Bill Gates.
1: (laughs) Really? Yes. Oh, that... I. Why? Because he's so rich and powerful? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) So there's this thing happening. He's done this a bunch of times. Is this
1: Muriel now? No. I'm still the lady.
0: Sorry, okay, I'll do better. Okay, so... Basically, uh, you know, have you heard that Bill Gates actually wants to use um, these things called nano what are they called? Quantum dot tattoos that are impl- they're implanted when you get a vaccine? Yeah, and then it tracks you everywhere you go everywhere.
1: I don't think that that's true. That yeah. sounds very He not said true. it on
0: Reddit and he said it in a different uh, thing too. You wanted to start with, (laughs) uh, like, tattoos. Mm -hmm. So every time you get a vaccine, you get a tattoo, right? Because the global elite want to control what you're doing, right? And they want to take the choice out of your life, right? So they say, okay, well, now you have a tattoo. Now we can see the good people from the bad people, you Uh know, the sheep from the actual wolves or the
1: lions. Well, I think they just want to know who's gotten the vaccine because if we don't start to...
0: It's you nobody's know, business but mine. Don't tread on me. Anyways. <laughs> anyway. Okay,
1: great. Well, what else is going on? Are you guys well, going to have a good Thanksgiving dinner? We
0: are. We're having a great uh-huh. one. And the Gates Foundation actually funded a study about uh, vaccine tracking. So he's trying to say now he didn't do it, but actually he's funded a study about vaccine well, tracking.
1: Well, Yeah. I mean, to me, it seems like you would probably just need to have some idea of who's vaccinated and who isn't if we're ever going to get back to the living.
0: Digital certificates. <laughs> injected into your arm. (laughs) All right, so Muriel, I'm back.
1: Okay, Muriel's back. So
0: that's a real thing. Uh, A lot of people are saying that um, it's everywhere. Well, you were saying like a lot of rappers are like anti-Bill Gates also. Yeah,
1: it's really really taking over the rap world. Anti-Bill Gates specifically and anti-vax generally.
0: I mean, the whole idea is that they're using the the fake... The fake pandemic is an excuse to vaccinate people, but the vaccine is actually a microchip they're going to implant so they can track what you're doing. Right. And it's so crazy because they already can track what you're doing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, that's
1: what I'm saying. All this shit is like, they can already do it. If they want I mean, it. why if... do,
0: you, do you have a social security car Like yeah. a social security number? Do you go to work? Do you have a smartphone with TikTok? They're following yeah. every move that you make. Yeah, right. Like if they want if to. If they want to. I mean, it's just such a weird thing. To I be do like. think
1: like that's a particularly like important thing. It just is like it's like a, uh, you know, a symptom of narcissism or something. Yeah. yeah. To be like, well, they're gonna want to know everything I'm doing. It's like
0: nobody cares about you. You
1: know, they want to. They want to. They of course they're spying on you enough to give you something in your the algorithm of your Instagram feed that make you more likely to click on it. You know, like the, people are trying to take your information to make money on you, but. That's not conspiracy. That's just basic advertising. Like yeah. They just talk about that.
0: I mean, they want your dollars.
1: Yeah, right. And then
0: they want to track your spending habits, and they want your data. I don't know. Okay,
1: okay. Anyway, that's so great. That's one
0: okay. big one. Bill Gates, big on the outs. All right, should uh, we do a
1: different character for this next one? Sure. We All right, how about this time you are... Um, how about this time you're an old... You're a family friend who... Uh, I have been pressured into calling because they're all alone on Thanksgiving. Okay. okay so I have a lot of sympathy for you. Right. Great, great. Okay. You're not my husband's girlfriend. You're someone who actually maybe babysat me. Your Something husband's like, girlfriend. I mean, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Uncle's girl, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're the woman I'm cheating on Muriel with. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How about you're just like a really nice person who helped me out when I was a kid and now you're all alone and I have a lot of sympathy for you. Okay. okay? Ready? Okay. Okay. Um <laughs> your voice <laughs> What's a good neutral name? Lillian. It's hey, this is Nick. How are you? Happy oh, Thanksgiving. Nick
0: <laughs> Oh, Nick calling me all the way from California. Yeah,
1: it's 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 actually uh it's sunny out, it's a little chilly. Oh but, wow, uh,
0: you could not pay me to move. To San Francisco. Oh,
1: well, I live in Los Angeles. I've never...
0: Well, you know, the San Francisco, Los Angeles, it's next door to each other,
1: right? No, it's pretty far, actually. Yeah. Why would? Why, what do you have against San Francisco, Lillian? San
0: Francisco. Ah! <laughs> 5G towers are everywhere.
1: Well, it is the tech capital of the world, so I guess that makes sense, right? People
0: are on the street. They're protesting. They are afraid of fires. They're afraid of control through their devices they're afraid of radiation
1: are you saying those are all bad reasons to have 5g towers
0: yeah 5g towers spread fires constantly
1: (laughs) there's i don't think that's true there's not a lot of fires inside san francisco i know there are in northern california
0: no there's a lot of 5g towers every honey they're everywhere they're popping up and the fires are destroying california (laughs) don't you read a newspaper you're so cute (laughs)
1: <laughs> you're cute uh, you
0: don't have to pick up a newspaper because you're too cute
1: uh okay so you're against 5g towers yeah i think they're pretty like uh necessary to have good fast until internet. they give you cancer <laughs> well, right uh,
0: until they burn down your house all right and you know where all the 5g towers are the most where china
1: <laughs> yeah i think that's true i think they really beat us we were trying to have the most and they got there first that's
0: right and where did the virus come from
1: China, yes, <laughs> those and are not did connected. The the five- Lillian, there's no connection between
0: how five G towers. You know? How do you know?
1: Because even huh? even if five G gives you cancer, which I'm not even saying it does, that doesn't even sound real to 5G me.
0: Five G gives you cancer. Why can't it give you a virus?
1: Because those are those are d- not the same types of things oh, at all. Oh, Really?
0: How many five? You know, they built the most five G towers ever in history. When? When? Beginning of 2020. Tell me, that's a coincidence.
1: <laughs> I think, I think that's a total coincidence. You
0: think that's a coincidence? Yes,
1: I do, Lily. And I don't think there's a conspiracy theory revolving five G and the spread of. I
0: the- thought you were way, way, way more complicated than that. <laughs> I can't believe it's simple. Oh, it's a coincidence, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, it seems that just seems very.
0: The virus started in China. Coincidence? Then five G's towers were in China. Coincidence? That's insane.
1: Okay all right well i've been um watching uh the crown have you been checking out the new season of the crown it's it's pretty good the crown yeah it's a show on netflix oh
0: about liberal elites running the country <laughs> yeah oh i've heard of it too bad i'm living it right now okay great. we're back okay we're so back. that's another big one all right five g man i'm gonna be real yeah i don't know if it gives you cancer
1: yeah of course i mean that's the thing i think if they say 5g gives you cancer just be like you might just have to concede that i I feel like
0: i know i know it's like i mean basically everything that they say might give you cancer in 20 years they figure out gives you cancer yeah right it's not like i mean like right now there's like they're saying between earbuds and smartphones like the, uh, like the generation that's like right below us is going to have like crippling spine problems and yeah, arthritis right. yeah. and lose their hearing like by 70. It's yeah. just like, they're like, yeah, this is great technology.
1: Well, and also the crown really, <laughs> really was about a country trying to control the world. So yeah, yeah that's I know, also, I, know. Also I made a very good very point. Very good point. Very good point. Yeah, yeah, I don't know.
0: The 5G thing is ridiculous. I actually do have a relative who would, I, she's great and she's really sweet. She accidentally texts me, but I'm saying accident in air quotes. Like I've gotten like three different accidental mess mentions of 5G and how we need to stop 5G. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's not really coming at me. Yeah. But she's definitely leaving that little parcel on my doorstep.
1: Do they do they think it doesn't make the Internet faster? Like, do they No.
0: Okay. this is I actually this is what's hard about this. I actually read a lot. Yeah. But. It, the more I read, the less it made sense to me. Yeah. So I'm going to try my best. <laughs> yeah, But it's like, I okay, so here's the idea. 5G towers supposedly give people cancer mm-hmm. and radiate them and also start fires. The other thing about that is they say it's a way. This is the thing I don't understand. I think that they're in favor of like, Publicly owned fiber optic cables mm-hmm. that are like underground. And those they say, there's a lot of conflicting information. Those they say will uh, like not give you cancer, uh-huh. but give you fast internet. But in the same group of people, they say fast internet is the thing that gets you addicted to devices. And that's what's going to kill you. So they say they want people want to make us have faster internet because they want us to be hooked on our phones, and they're going to own the towers. So the five G towers, whoever owns the five G towers, will make fast internet so crucial to our lives that they'll be able to control anything. Everyone you do.
1: does that. McDonald's makes their food so delicious that you get addicted to it. Because it's way too much calories for how little the food is and the human body need, you know, wants the most calories for the least amount of work. Right. Like everyone is trying to make their product so good that you have to have it. Right. And so like that's just like a self-fulfilling conspiracy theory.
0: I mean, it's just it's it doesn't really also
1: they're using the internet to get this information and spread it there you think the conspiracy theories they would be so enlightened to know what's really going on if the internet was slow and constantly crashing
0: you can't have like coronavirus was started by these like 5g towers and in the same sort of cohort of people that that coronavirus doesn't exist you know what i mean like there's just definitely <laughs> yeah, like right, a lot right. of like yeah, yeah. picking and choosing here like that. The general conspiracy theory community is full of contradictions. Yeah, right. Like it doesn't course. make any sense. The thing about uh, the, the 5G towers spreading the virus, I thought was particularly a <laughs> yeah. chef's kiss thing. I think <laughs> yeah, you say right. because it gives you cancer, it affects your body. Therefore, it also can give you a virus. And that's not how that
2: works
1: at <laughs>
0: all. <laughs> so uh, that's pretty cool. All right.
1: Cool. Next and one. And also the China oh,
0: thing is like really legit. They just think like, okay, well, the 5G towers started going up a lot in China. And like, that's where the virus came from. That's right. Like well, now
1: they still have more 5G towers than we do and less virus than we do. So it's not that it causes the virus. It's that they can just transmit it using it and yes. decide when they yes. want to turn and it off. Global and global
0: elite will turn it on and off. You'll hear a lot of global elite. There is some sort of, I mean, I feel like we just shifted from God to like global elite. Like we have to have some sort of like, you know, like theory of everything. Yeah, right. If you don't believe in science, (laughs) you just got to be like, you know, at first it was like, "Why is God smiting me?" And it's yeah. now like the global elite. <laughs> yeah, like, right. pretty lame. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a good point. <laughs> 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 All right, great. Next one. Okay, how about for this character? Oh, let's just say um, we ran into each other at the local corner store. Okay. And you uh, and we've and let's pretend we each have dogs. Oh yeah, how about this? We're out walking our dogs. <laughs> I Like this. Okay. This is good. And we've we've had like three or four conversations. Okay. Um, because our dogs like to play. And we're standing six feet apart. and We have masks on. Okay. Great. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. Rosemary.
0: Hey. How
1: are you? Oh, I'm great. Oh, look at look at little look at little Snoopy.
0: He's oh getting, yeah, he's he, so cute now. Yeah. Oh, I'm big. glad. Look, I, it's so great to just see people walking around.
1: Yeah, I know. It's nice. It's it's kind of nice to be out in the neighborhood. It makes right. It's like
0: great. I mean, community. I get like obviously. It's just we're all stuck inside because this COVID thing doesn't actually exist. You know, it's just like, like, obviously, like, COVID's not real.
1: <laughs> uh, you know what? I actually happen to disagree. I think COVID is real.
0: Oh, really? Are yeah. you in Dr. Fear Porn's camp? Huh? Who? You love a Dr. Fear Porn?
1: Dr. Fear Porn?
0: Fauci, it rhymes.
1: Fear, fear Porn, first of all, fear doesn't rhyme. Fear
0: Porn r- Fauci.
1: that's not how rhymes work Rosemary really
0: good nickname
1: (laughs) okay um
0: obviously he's working with the Clintons to undermine Trump first
1: of all I don't think Fauci is spouting fear at all I think he's actually just asking people to act very rationally
0: are you afraid of coronavirus
1: no because I do this very few things that they suggest so you
0: think this global pandemic that's killing millions of people you're not afraid it doesn't strike fear into your heart
1: I mean it's
0: scary and Dr. Fearporn is getting a lot of power from this. Dr. Fearporn has built his career trying to porn up fear.
1: Then why hasn't Trump fired him?
0: Because he can't. Because he's Dr. Fearporn is in line with the Clintons.
1: And they're controlling Donald Trump? They're
0: controlling the entire world.
1: (laughs) Oh my, that's not true. That is true. No. Yes. No. Yes. The Clintons are sad and pathetic. They don't control anything. No,
0: that's definitely not true. (laughs) So the idea is they're working with the Clintons to undermine Trump's election. So sorry, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to okay, so, I like get my mind straight. I'm no, it's like, okay,
1: but the general idea is that Fauci is is in cahoots with the Clintons and it's really okay, those. It's to, a lot, okay. it's complicated. Okay? Okay, okay. okay, So
0: Fauci is in la- in cahoots with the Clintons, who are part of a global conspiracy uh-huh. of liberal elites who are trying to control the world through vaccinations. And tracking. Uh-huh.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Now, what's the next part? Oh, yeah. Here's one. <laughs> Bill Gates yeah. said that there would be a pandemic uh-huh. in 2015 yeah. when it was clear that Trump was winning. So when Trump was campaigning, it was clear that Trump was winning that year. And after he basically won the election and beat out Hillary Clinton, then took term. his term started in 2016, uh, Bill Gates was saying... When they saw the writing on the wall that the Clintons were going to lose, he already predicted a pandemic for 2020.
1: First of all, there was no writing was on the wall that Trump was going to win in 2015. That's ridiculous. Oh, he was an outside so crazy innocent. candidate. Outside crazy outside candidate. Outside of all,
2: innocent. S- s-
1: second of all, yes, people were thinking a pandemic was on the way. That is why our government and all the scientists track these kind who of things who runs
0: the government you think that obama's not in line with the clintons oh the obama administration did, like put together a pandemic like, yes package. they
1: absolutely did of course and they're all trying to and signal all trump
0: going to take care of take over the president all trump had
1: to do was stick to obama's pandemic oh, really? plan, and a lot of things just would like have been dr averted.
0: fear porn is sticking to the clintons anyway <laughs> The only thing that I'm waiting for is for Trump to initiate the storm. That's all I need.
1: What is the storm?
0: The storm is going to be Uh the mass arrest Uh of all of the pedophiles (laughs) that run the world.
1: (laughs) It's called the storm?
0: Yeah, it's literally called the storm.
1: Okay. Is this QAnon at this point?
0: Yes, yeah, it's QAnon. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna go back to Muriel. Okay. Okay, my character wasn't very good. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So <sighs> I think this is the basis uh-huh. of this is that the global liberal elite run the world and they have a giant child sex trafficking ring. Uh-huh. And Trump is literally the only person who's powerful, but not involved. So Trump is putting together an army like that whole like silent majority is a dog whistle. Uh Like they're like they're saying like he's got this Trump army that he's putting together. That is going to be the people that rise up in the storm and do a mass arrest of all of the powerful people in the world who are also pedophiles, which is. A Venn diagram is a complete circle
1: is (laughs) are the powerful people is their goal pedophilia or like is the reason to be a powerful elite so you can be a pedophile or is pedophilia a way to gain power to become an elite
0: I don't really understand I don't know I mean I think if you dig deeper maybe yeah but I mean in general like I think the idea is that they can kind of do whatever they want and according to QAnon, the only thing people want to do is be pedophiles. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. I, I, think I'm think, saying. I mean like... I think
0: they it seems like they're ranking that as like the top most awesome thing. So yeah, if you're like very, right. very rich. That's like logically like what you would then do. Like, the only thing that keeps us from being (laughs)
1: bad is being broke. Is
0: being broke. Which, like, that's basically, it does really seem like that. I mean, I might be missing something, but it does seem like that.
1: That's why all the religions of the world are like, just be poor, (laughs) just be a humble, meek person. Trust (laughs) me, you don't want what money has to offer. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, so Uh, it's very, it's crazy. The QAnon site, I read a bunch of QAnon, Q's posts. Yeah. So, I don't know. Somebody else is going to say this better than me, but I think basically, like, Q is this person. Yeah. Right. Who's supposed to be, um, like in the really high up in the, the government. No, the government. Uh, okay. Or that could be the CIA, uh-huh. something super high up in the government. And he, uh, He Nick, her cat's trying to lick the tuna fish bowl, and Nick won't let her. But I kind of want her to. (laughs) No, she doesn't doesn't deserve it. No, she doesn't get anything. Okay, okay, she's too perfect. I know she
1: can't be tainted by my crap, mayo scraps, or whatever. You're right.
0: You're right. You're right. But I just, you know, I just love her. Okay, so Q is in the government somewhere, and I think he's supposed to like be high enough up enough in the government to understand like that. There's this like deep state, and he is t- communicating in coded language about sort of like Trump's um, journey into like ramping up for the storm Uh-huh There's actually a website I think the guy who runs the website just resigned like right after it became apparent that Trump lost the election so uh-huh. that, that did also happen that's in the news. Um, cause everybody's freaking out <laughs> because yeah. this was not the way it was supposed to go. Uh-huh. Um, so there's a place called qalerts.app that you can, I guess that's like where you can find these. Uh huh. Um, so it's some guy who runs this thing and he like uploads these posts and I think they're on like 8chan or they're on some sort of, website. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm butchering this if anybody, everybody's like, Hey, I'm not disbanded in November. Yeah, sure. You know, I don't know. So there's a little like post, like a warning at the top. And it says, Q has been dark for eight days. At times, Q strategically goes dark for days, weeks, or in some cases, months. Be sure you have some type of Q alerts in place so you are notified when Q drops again. If your browser shows a red, okay, whatever. Uh, This also might be a good time to read, reread older drops. Future proves past.
2: Great. What? okay so like
0: i think that it's always like (laughs) like it sounds crazy now but the future will justify everything (laughs) that's like i think the idea
1: yeah yeah they kind of like take whatever's happening and absorb it into the Right. Like whatever their new narrative it's, is. It's
0: like you do something crazy and you're like, it'll all make sense in the future. And then the future comes and that's the present. Yeah, they're it's like, well, crazy. what about
1: Donald Trump being a pedophile himself? They were like, he had to gain the trust of Epstein <laughs> and all these people so he could get in to learn the reality.
0: So the last post, he just posted Durham. Uh huh. So I think he's talking about North Carolina. OK. And then the second to last post, this is the substantial one oh my god this is so sad okay so this is a cue post okay ready yeah shall we play a game nothing can stop what is coming and then the first letter of every word in that sentence is bolded okay and then underneath that it's n-c-s-w-i-c so that's your acronym okay (laughs) okay and then it takes you to some Department of Homeland Security coordinators, yeah, <laughs> and cybersecurity, like an infrastructure security agency, and it's like just like describes all these different councils that keep people safe
2: online.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like that's what it is. That's a hyperlink to that. Uh. Who stepped down today? In parentheses, forced, and then uh, link to uh brian s ware do we know who that is no okay more coming why is this relevant how do you show the public the truth how do you safeguard u.s elections post potus safeguard is in uh scare quotes and so is show how do you safeguard u.s (laughs) elections post potus how do you remove scare quotes foreign interference and corruption and install U.S. owned voter ID laws and other safeguards. It had to be this way. Sometimes you must walk through the darkness before you see the light. Q.
1: God, there's, it's so boring and exhausting. <laughs> it's just like the worst thing. It's like conspiracy theories... Are ne- <laughs> I tried to listen to one like comedy podcast maybe two years ago about QAnon to try to figure out what they were talking about. Yeah, and it lasted like four minutes. <laughs> it's like this is so so boring and stupid.
0: But why do you say that?
1: I don't know. Like, there's just certain things in this world. Like, whenever you start talking about like how like health stuff, you know, like how this impacts that. Like I just tune it. Like there's just certain things I just can't listen to. It's just like so uninteresting to me.
0: I mean, I think that it's like pretty crazy that there's a guy named Q who's trying to control an army of people.
1: The bullet points of you saying it is infinitely entertaining.
0: Oh, but you just mean like. Knowing
1: that it exists is hilarious. I mean, actually trying to follow along with their logic and actually getting into the things that they really think are awesome. Like the one that I was listening to, it was like but you'll never guess Then this happens. And it's just like the most stupid thing that seems like it means nothing to me. It's a and little the like, listening like to Rachel Maddow. <laughs> yeah, right. Rachel Maddow be going on. Sometimes she's just like, I love
0: her, but sometimes she'll just be saying some stuff and you're like, okay, I'm ready. It's like minute 45. Like, <laughs> she's talking about something. You're like, that's what this is about. <laughs>
1: Get out of here. Uh, she's your like, ass. I, I I bury the lead because uh, let's face it, it was dead to begin
0: <laughs> with. Uh,
1: anyways, all right. Is that it? Or did we get through them no, all? No,
0: let's get that's it. So if you um, have anybody who's going to be, like, real crazy? Yes. Those are, like, the top three right now that are circulating. Yes. Of course, there's all the racism stuff, so God bless you have to deal
1: with that? <laughs> the one thing that worked for me on the streets is when some crazy guy, like, tried to call me a sheep for wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. I just said, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, no, I, I, I know the virus is fake. I just wear this because I think it looks cool. <laughs> and he laughed and didn't know how to deal with it. So <laughs> if that... Uh, maybe he was
0: like he walked away and he's like oh my god that was cute (laughs) yo this is where the ad would be if we had ads
1: yes but we don't have ads you know what we did get in the mail though what a custom made hella in your 30s pipe
0: that's right and I, (laughs) i love it it's the coolest thing It's crazy. It looks like a saxophone. It has wings coming out of the side. (laughs) It says hella emblazoned on it.
1: Uh, Muriel calls it a bong, and it was made by Dobie Wan Glass. Yes. Okay, look, Dobie Wan Glass, he's a glass blower in Montana. Check him out on Instagram. I'll put a little link to his website in the show notes for this. But, look, we know you got stoners in your life. You might be one of them yourselves. And Christmas is coming up. You got to get him some crazy bong or pipe or bubbler or whatever. they're,
0: hit, they're, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead.
1: Hit up Dobie Juan Glass.
0: His creations are outrageous. <laughs> they are like gorgeous, fun, beautiful, playful, mysterious. <laughs> that <what it> just <laughs> be like. like, honestly, a little custom piece of glass. Yeah, right. like, people would open that. Especially if you're a stoner. You're yeah, your right. you stoner friend. They're going to open it up and be like, what? <laughs>
1: yeah, right. <laughs> what we, is we know some of you guys have some boomer parents that are just like, you know what? Weed's legal now, man. I'm going to try to get back into it.
0: Give them an inaugural crazy ass pipe with wings <laughs> going out of the side. They are just going to be like, totally think that it's like solid. Yeah. Yeah. They're okay, going to be great. into it.
1: So shout out to Dobie Juan Glass. Also, if you want to support the podcast, please find us on Patreon.com slash Hell in Your 30s. Uh, everyone who signs up for the month of November, we're going to be taking those funds and matching them out of our own little, uh, you know, checking account uh, up to $100 and donating that money to winbothseats.org. Yes. That is an organization co-founded by Martin Luther King III, Andrew Yang, and a bunch of other interesting people who are all about flipping the last two st- Senate seats towards the Democrats in Georgia. That's did that, right. Did what I say just make sense? It
0: totally does. Okay, good. I we, have two. Things to add. Okay, good. One of them is as of today, there (laughs) there is a movement in Georgia of people in the like Republicans in Georgia who want to boycott the Senate race to punish the GOP for not throwing out the election results in Georgia
1: well then we should support them I know I know
0: I was like the it's like the comment section on that article were so funny (laughs) it was like oh no please don't do that (laughs) my liberal tears (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Woo! okay anyways. So let's get in the frame man roll yeah. up your sleeves like all kinds of people are focusing on Georgia let's all do it together yeah for
1: sure winbothseats.org and the other thing I what? wanted to
0: say oh wait sorry to make no go clear. ahead the other thing I wanted to say is earlier i feel insecure about this because okay. i said if you give one of these pipes to your parents <laughs> yeah. they're gonna think it's solid yeah what i meant is <laughs> if you have something like we all have like like i think our parents are all kind of like oh yeah we can smoke weed now we're yeah, retired right. whatever yeah, yeah. right and you send them a crazy beautiful like elaborate glass pipe yeah and they think that's what a normal pipe is. <laughs> I just think that's really amazing.
2: Yeah. Cause you can
0: like trick somebody, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not trick them, but give them a beautiful like, like artisanal glass blown pipe and then their friend is going to come over and be like, oh, do you want to smoke some weed?" <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I don't know, Charles. Sure, why not? We're 65. And then he goes, okay, come over here. And then you pull it out and it's just like a diamond with a snake coming out. Like, <laughs> I just love that uh, image. <laughs> I know.
1: Also, if your parents are stoners, like your dad would lose his shit over one of those pipes. I
0: mean- honestly anybody would yeah right. we got it and sent pictures to like all of our family
1: <laughs> yeah chains and Everybody was like oh my god <laughs> you're like you guys are famous i
0: know and they, but it's like a like such a cool gift yeah, it really right. made me feel super special and yeah. it's like incredibly well made
1: yeah yeah he's a genius okay all right, okay. That's, all. All right wanna, that's it i just
0: want to gas him up just okay. a tiny bit more okay, okay. okay end of ad and now how to connect with people love about football okay help me please
1: (laughs) okay somebody
0: help me send me a lifeline okay
1: i'm here to send you a lifeline i always make mistakes
0: and Uh okay so here's the top things that i noticed okay outfits
1: they're called uniforms
0: and i always think like everyone is so dramatic yes so like the close-ups are my favorite because everybody always seems like they're about to be crying that's true okay and then (laughs) uh I like watching the part where they kick it really far. Field goal?
1: Uh, they they kick it really far on a couple of different occasions. Sometimes they try to kick it really far. Through the, the score, tongs. That is called – they're not called tongs. <laughs> <laughs> but that is called a field goal. Okay. So right.
0: I find that I guess really what it comes down to is anytime I try to be around people that – um are watching football yes might be an insecurity might Uh be a tick Uh i only want to do bits and they are always unwelcome (laughs) yeah
1: it's very alien everybody
0: gets really mad about it (laughs) and i'm like you can do bits all day about everything but football and football is the dumbest thing you're doing right now
1: (laughs) no muriel that's not the point football is is a staple of thanksgiving and i the reason i wanted to talk about it today is because especially for all these different people that are you know alone Football is still happening, so I think it's a lot of people will be watching football. So if yeah. you call someone who you want to connect with, maybe they're a little emotionally distant and you're not really breaking through, but you know they're watching football, Yeah, I'm here to give you guys some... You're
0: always really grumpy with me when you're watching football.
1: I never even watch football. You when do would that even Thanksgivings, be? You Different Thanksgivings. You have watched it. Well, by that time, I was already so <laughs> trashed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, mean, I walked into that one. Okay, so anyways... <laughs> Uh, So there's games happening. So and I'm going to approach this like you guys are a Muriel where you love the person you want to connect with. And perhaps the reason you're not so into football is because you're more drawn to things that are like dramatic and whatever. So kind of girly (laughs) or whatever. So I'm giving you like girly. I I know I love girly shit. (laughs) I like girly shit more than you like girly shit. (sighs) Um, So, But my point is, is I'm going to kind of give you some of the social dynamics, some of the like beef behind the scenes, because if you watch like YouTube videos of, of like undisputed or that's a, a a sports talk show, like these people get Amped and it's full on drama. It's just it like it
0: seems really dramatic. It
1: really, really okay. is completely dramatic. So, okay. Can I a-
0: ask questions when you're talking, or are you can be yes. mad at me? Okay.
1: I don't. i probably, probably about get football. mad. Football. You. you always get mad at me. Know, about you do some bits and it'll be <laughs> annoying. Okay. So there's um, some important things to know. Okay. Okay. First of all, the T. Te- there's three games happening, and these are the the three games. One is Texans versus Lions. They're
0: all happening on Thanksgiving. Yes. Okay.
1: That's first one. Okay. The second one is uh That's they used
0: Detroit Lions.
1: To, oh see Miro I was gonna ask you if you Texas knew where these teams, Longhorns. and the Uh that's a foot that's a college team. So this team is actually Tex-Rex. They're actually called the Texans. Oh and they changed their name from the There used to be the Oilers or Houston's football team. Oilers. But you bring it. <laughs> you really think that's why <laughs> <right? laughs> classic um uh they're lubed okay here we go and then um but that's a good thing to know okay okay. that's a good thing to know because why do you need to know where a team is from because maybe you have a relative who is from that place and therefore maybe you didn't realize that their team was playing on thanksgiving and now you know okay i was trying to
0: remember which team had the um tiger striped leggings that i really like
1: do you want to try to guess <laughs> the bangles. Bengals. Okay, oh. they are not playing on Thanksgiving. The next game is well, they used to be called the Redskins, but now
0: they are called the Washington A.
1: <laughs> That's pretty close. but now they're just called the Washington Football Team, oh, okay. which I think is just a hilarious. Like, oh, how do you like that PC police right. or whatever? be oh, like, the, the football team. team. Is everyone happy? Is that inoffensive enough for everyone? Oh my god. Um, so they're playing the Cowboys.
0: That's Dallas.
1: Good. Very good. The third game is the Ravens versus the Steelers. Where are the Ravens from? Miriam? The
0: Ravens. Maine?
1: Baltimore. Baltimore. And great. the Steelers are from?
0: Steelers are from Wisconsin.
1: <laughs> Pittsburgh. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you were sort of in the general. I mean, maybe those are just complete guesses. <laughs> no, okay. I was trying. Okay, so here is the drama behind the different games. Okay. Okay, first of all, it's the Texans versus the Lions, okay? Okay. Now, both of those teams are terrible. Okay, great. Okay. But <laughs> I want to that one. The real drama, you, okay. I mean, the thing is, watching two bad teams is just boring. It's not like they're so bad that it'll be, like, hilariously filled with errors or anything. I feel anything.
0: like ba- bad basketball it. is really funny. <laughs>
1: just people airballing and yeah. shit. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> like, falling, falling over. Yeah. <laughs> great. Okay, uh, so... To me, it's really not an interesting game in any way, but if you do want to inject some drama, here it is. The Lions, the Detroit Lions, traditionally always play every Thanksgiving. Now, that used to be kind of cool when the Detroit Lions had Barry Sanders on their team because he was one of the most exciting, great players in the 90s, right? So it was like a really fun... Why do
0: they always play on Thanksgiving? Good
1: question, and people are saying they shouldn't because they basically the Lions and the Cowboys play every Thanksgiving no matter what. It's just like part of the tradition. It's part of the NFL thing. I didn't look into the history as to why, but if you want to ask your football-loving person about this game, that's a good place to start. Be like, do you think the Lions should get to play? every Thanksgiving? Don't you think it's weird? Just see, and then just disagree with them or ask them questions. I feel like but I should say is, I
0: love how they play every Thanksgiving because then, then then it would be positive.
1: I would, the the thing is, is you're probably walking into a fight because I think almost no one likes that the fact okay, that the okay Detroit okay. Lions play every okay, go, Thanksgiving. Go, go, go. Okay. It's, it's like never a good game and okay. it's just bad. Like, it's just, it's bad and okay. everyone is not. What a, if
0: I walked in the room and I said... Oh, man, these guys, this is going to be terrible.
1: <laughs> then you'd probably, that'd probably be a good conversation starter.
0: Could I say, why don't we change the channel? No,
1: that would be, that would be bad. Okay, now moving. So that's like the thing about that. Okay, that great. Game. Okay, the next thing is the Washington... <laughs> uh, Football team versus the Dallas Cowboys. So the Cowboys do tradi- also good. play every Thanksgiving, okay. and traditionally they have been very good. Yeah, they're known as like America's football team, which I think is kind of BS because any team that had as you know dominating a run as them is going to be as hated as they are loved. So every team has tons of hate, especially the great teams, and the Cowboys are one. People of
0: them. are f- just so weird with football. I'm telling you, they're just mad. Watch a bad game, mad. Can't change the channel, mad. <laughs> they're the America's greatest football team, mad. Yeah, right.
1: Everyone hates. Tom <laughs> I mean, Brady. I'm just like,
0: why are you guys <laughs> like, so mad? Okay. I've never walked It's Either they're like aggressively happy or just like super disappointed. Okay.
1: So the um, so here's why this game is interesting. The uh, Cowboys and the and the and Washington has played. This will be their tenth year playing each other on Thanksgiving. The Cowboys are eight and one. So they've won eight of those games and only lost one, but the Cowboys lost to the, to Washington earlier this season already. Okay. And and that's interesting because they're uh, divisional rivals. Okay. Usually they're both pretty good this year. They're both really bad. Whoa. So they're both having these terrible seasons and apparently everyone is saying the Dallas Cowboys have already like given up. And they're just like bombing super hard. Like I was watching that show, um, Undisputed, where it's this guy Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless like scream about whatever they're passionate about. And Skip Bayless is like, you know, a lifelong Cowboys fan. He's just like heartbroken with how garbage they are. So and what, upset. So upset. And what happened during the last a couple weeks ago when Washington played Dallas was a linebacker for the for Washington did a super dirty hit on the quarterback for Dallas and like face-to-face, he was already sliding down and he b- smashed his head into the helmet of the quarterback, ripped the helmet off, gave him a concussion, super horrible, dirty hit. Like, really? You're not supposed to do that. And, but the big drama of it all was that the, uh, offensive line of the Dallas Cowboys, whose job it is to protect the quarterback. Yeah. Didn't do anything to the guy. So in football, if someone does your team that dirty, you're supposed to like fight. Like you, like you, like it's so aggressive and so like violent. Was that, that Tom Brady? No, no, Tom Brady's not involved in any way, shape. Oh, before. so <laughs>
0: they still hate him even though he's not playing. No, here?
1: I I brought up Tom Brady just as an example of someone very <laughs> yeah, successful some that people. everyone hates. <laughs> okay, so, anyways,
0: so that guy. So they're playing, and that guy is hateful because he does this dirty trick, and then. The guys then, are supposed to be hateful. The yeah, linemen. Yeah. And they're supposed to be hateful and they weren't hateful. They didn't
1: back them up at all. They and then
0: that made the audience hella hateful against them.
1: And the coach of the Cowboys came out. And he was and mad. And was like pissed.
0: That they didn't do something Yeah, bad. That,
1: that his own teammates didn't beat up the, the Washington I'm team.
0: I'm telling you, there's hella negative energy. It's just <laughs> like, that, like that Ghostbusters slime downtown situation. It was like. Mad fighting each other. <laughs> what <laughs> like that Ghostbusters too? When the slime goes in the like in the sewers and it makes everybody in New York City like all grumpy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like walking into a football room is always like, oh man, <laughs> these guys are upset. Uh,
1: <laughs> so that game was the Dallas Cowboys losing to Washington twenty five to three, and Skip Bayless said that was the most embarrassing. Dallas football game in the history of the NFL so he was so embarrassed and he's like this team is like completely given up we have like we don't do anything well and people they're just like not even trying anymore Uh so this game will be a really interesting sort of like we'll see if the Cowboys do anything if there's any sort of like sign of life from them at all but it doesn't really matter that much because both of those teams are terrible in the worst division of the whole NFL. Cool. You, I okay. said division. You don't know what that means, but that's okay. 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 We'll we'll, we'll just move on. Basically, it's interesting because <laughs> here's the reason why it's interesting. I'm so when sorry, teams-
2: I totally spaced
0: out. So I'm <laughs>
2: sorry. I was thinking about. <laughs>
0: I was literally going, like, I wonder if every morning I should just, like, even if I don't go anywhere, I should wet my hair down and, like, brush it.
2: So <laughs> That's work. what you so,
0: <laughs> so
1: sorry. It's
0: I'm okay. going to focus from now on. I'm so sorry. No, okay. you don't have to. <laughs> okay. I'm just
1: trying to do you a favor. I know, I know. Okay. Um, so the, here's the, the reason why it's interesting that they're that they're in the same division is because that <laughs> means if you have the same record... Basically, only the top team from each division makes it to the playoffs, and then one wild card team from from the whole AFC or NFC make it into the playoffs. Right. So, if we're in the same division, and I've won three times and lost three times, and you've won three times and lost three times, but you beat me because we're divisional rivals, you're ahead of me in standing. Right. Okay. So totally, that
0: makes sense. And then that guy just hopes to get the wild card.
1: Correct. Yes, that's right. Listen, um,
0: I'm. I really want to pay attention. Don't be
1: mad. <laughs> I'm not. Mad. It is not really
0: mad. funny that you started talking louder. with your
2: trying be clearer? <laughs>
1: okay. So the third and final game okay. of Thanksgiving is the Baltimore Ravens versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. okay? This should be the best game, pretty easily, okay. of the day. Now. The Ravens are six and three, which is a good record for the season, and that's how the Seahawks are doing six and three, six wins, three losses. The Steelers are the only team in the NFL who are undefeated. Whoa. They're nine and o. Oh, okay, they have probably the best defense. The other thing they have is Ben Roethlisberger. Does that name ring any bells? Have he, you ever heard is of that? He a rapist. <laughs>
0: I think that he did something I, bad, did he? I don't think so. Think does, he so. Have a,
1: does he have a scandal against him? Okay, Muriel's gonna, <laughs> Google, go, Muriel's gonna Google if Ben Roethlisberger has his, <laughs> some sort of sex crime uh, scandal against him.
3: Roethlisberger.
0: Oh, yeah, man. He was twice accused of sexual assault. <laughs> okay all right once in 2009 once in 2010 (laughs) okay great uh
1: well (laughs) so you have heard of him and for very good reason yeah he's a
0: great guy i think he i think he it, I think he's not the greatest guy.
1: Okay. Well, he's also the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. okay? Great. And he um, has had a really great career in terms of being awesome at, at least one thing in life, quarterbacking. <laughs> Big Ben. <living.
2: laughs> Big Ben. Yeah.
1: Okay. So anyways, uh, he suffered a horrible elbow injury early last year and he had to get surgery. So he was out for the season and they thought he would, was probably done forever. Yeah. He comes back this year and is like better than ever. So he's, like, crushing it, okay? So he's a quarterback for the Steelers. The quarterback for the Ravens is Lamar Jackson. He what won the MVP last year as quarterback. Uh-huh. So he was, like – and I think he won unanimously, right? So he had, like, this crazy great season last year. Meanwhile, Ben Roethlisberger was out for the whole season. So now, come this season, Lamar Jackson, who's supposed to be this, like, hot new, like the future of the NFL is kind of struggling and he's super struggling against really good teams. So he has great uh, numbers against teams that aren't very good, like all star numbers. Yeah. But then when he plays the greats, they're not so good and uh-huh. he's losing pretty consistently. Against Psychological the best teams. maybe. I think so. Yeah. Okay. So that's like a really interesting matchup uh, in that game is Ben, big Ben, the uh, horrible sex crime man and lamar jackson the rattled little boy
0: <laughs> yeah just for the record yes. ben roethlisberger a piece of shit <laughs> okay this dude yeah yeah he was accused of uh raping a woman who worked at harrah's uh or worked at a hotel and then you know like they went through a bunch of stuff back and forth and of course and like you know like one person should she's lying and then uh-huh. whatever but they ended up settling it out of court and then the next year he raped A or allegedly uh raped a college student in a in a in a bar, like a bathroom bar bathroom. But three of her friends were like there and they all gave testimony. So it was like the whole incident's like super documented with witnesses. Yeah. And then she just said she didn't want to prosecute because she didn't want to go through the she didn't want to press charges, uh, because she didn't want to go through the entire like trial process. So she just said, "I don't want to do it." And they, so the the district attorney was like, "We would lit- we would absolutely prosecute this," but they don't want to prosecute, which I don't understand. I guess maybe that's state to state. That's insane to me. <laughs> he got suspended for four games, and now he's the eleventh. He got dropped from his endorsements. He got yeah. suspended for four games because they know he did it. Yeah, right. And now he's the eleventh highest paid athlete in the world. Oh my god! And I was like, I know that name. <laughs>
1: Oh uh, right. my God! That's something right. well, I
0: shouldn't talk about.
1: Okay, no, that is that you should absolutely bring it up. I think that would be it.
0: Ah, football.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: the football. greatest sport on earth. <laughs> okay, all,
0: all right. full of great stand-up
2: guys who not do anything <laughs> terrible to women. That's what they're known for, people. And
1: now <laughs> I love it. And now what I'm doing is asking you to understand the game so you can connect with men okay, okay, on okay. their terms.
0: Okay, great. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it.
1: Okay, so what I have here, Muriel, this is okay. We are now looking at a screen. Okay. Now this is a this is a, a freeze frame of a football game. This happens to be a very famous play um, from a very famous game. But I maintain that if you are watching a game and you actually want to know what's going on, there are many things on this screen right now that, if you identify, you'd actually have a pretty good idea of what was going on and could probably, you know, get a sense of the moment that was about. Okay, to happen. you want
0: me to describe what I think is going on? Yes. Okay. Ah, okay great there are two teams yes that is the fourth quarter very good and it's 25 seconds left in the fourth quarter
1: oh my god that's so good okay muriel so
0: uh any whoever the fuck that is in seattle any is up what's that new england new england chargers new england patriots patriots new england patriots are up by 28 points yeah seattle's they're not up by twenty eight. points. I mean, they have, they're up by four points. They yes. have twenty eight. Yeah. Seattle's twenty four. That seems like a low scoring game,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: for how late it is, right?
1: Uh, that's not that low. Okay. No, that's that. It, they're not is, getting
0: like a hundred points.
1: No, no. Okay, no. Then
0: it, I recant. Okay. All right. So I got a little too big for my britches.
1: That's okay. You're doing good though.
0: All right. So it looks like to me, yeah, the Seahawks are trying to okay can i ask a question yes which team is that one
1: that's the seahawks okay yeah
0: seahawks are trying to score
1: right do you know and can you see where the ball is right there okay great okay
0: so, the, so seahawks, the center
1: has the ball
0: no i didn't say that you said i described
1: sorry i'm trying to tell the people a little bit <laughs> 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 okay. okay
0: so seahawks have the ball yes some gentleman in the middle of the scrimmage has the ball some may call him the center <laughs> okay and then there's um they're right at the line of where you get a touchdown great which is seven zones.
1: points uh a touchdown is six points and then you have a chance to kick a field goal for one point.
0: three great <laughs> so it's seven and you can do all the right things yes that is right okay so what they're trying to do they're super super close like they're like to scoring to scoring they're like three feet away right and so now they're gonna try to score
1: Right. Very good. There's probably one other interesting bit of information that you missed, which is that it's second and goal. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's something I wasn't, I don't know what that means. Okay.
1: So do you, if someone said it's first and 10, would you know what that meant?
0: Can I guess? Yes. Okay. First down at the 10 yard line. Okay.
1: No, uh, <laughs> but pretty good. The first down part is correct. You can what think does about, first down mean? You can think of downs maybe like you think of strikes. Okay. So but let's let's just think about it in terms of like that. You have four chances to get ten yards. Okay. So if on your first chance it's first and ten, if on your first you get two yards, then suddenly it's second and eight. Okay? And then let's say you get pushed back let's say you lose four yards, okay then it's three and like and twelve. Because Because no, it'd be going the opposite direction. Yeah, right. But once you get to that ten, once you or once you reach down to zero, you start at one again. So, so you they got the all the
0: way up here in two goes. No, second in goal.
1: They've been having goes the whole time because every time you but get you only ten have years, four goals. No, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the goal part we're gonna not worry about right now. Okay. <laughs> every time. Every time. You get your 10 yards, it goes back to one. So you can think about it like the (laughs) inning starts over again or something like that, okay? So if I get...
0: Tell me what the significance of second and goal means.
1: It means it's the second down, but because they have less than 10 yards, it's just a goal. Great, okay. So they have two chances to get it to...
0: Right, but that's what I'm saying. They get four chances to get all the way across the field?
1: No, they get... You can get you get four chances to get 10 yards so you can you can keep the ball going if you get two yards every play or you know (laughs) this (laughs) is what i'm saying if you get 10 it goes back to one
0: but why do they have two tries
1: because they had a play before this so before this i don't it was it was first and goal but they didn't score so now it's second in goal.
0: But could you have like eight in
1: goal? No, because you can only get four. That's what I'm saying. That's After what f- I'm saying. No, baby. But you're saying four <laughs> chances because <laughs> the second part, the number, if you get, if you reach past 10, meaning if you get zero, <laughs> or yes. less, then the first number goes back to one. Oh, okay. Simple, clear. <laughs> okay, really makes a lot so of. So they sense. tried to score once and they didn't. So it was first and goal. Now it's second and goal. Okay. So they have, so they have this chance what? to try to, to score. It. Okay, okay, okay. If they don't do it now, then they get third and goal. Okay.
2: <laughs> Stop <laughs> me. <making this. laughs> <laughs>
1: You're being so stupid.
2: I don't know what you're talking about. It's not clear.
1: That's why I'm making the face is show you that it's very, very clear. It's
2: not the face doesn't help. It's really distracting.
0: (laughs) I'm trying.
1: Okay. Okay. (laughs)
0: All right, show me the next one. So what's happening now?
1: Okay, so here. But there's two other things that are very oh important.
0: Oh my God, there's
1: more. <laughs> it's just, just one other thing. There's really okay, two other okay, things. Okay. okay, see this guy standing right there with his hands out? Uh-huh. He's the quarterback.
0: Yeah, so he okay? has to run through them to get there.
1: Someone has to run through there to get them. You're bringing up a very good point. Standing <laughs> next to the quarterback, okay, is Marshawn Lynch. He's a, wide, he's a, he's a running back, okay. okay? I know you kind of know this, but they call him beast mode, right? He's... At especially at this moment, this is the um this is the Super Bowl from when we have uh the I guess the second year that we moved to, out to LA or maybe the first year, I can't remember. But we watched this game with Sam. So Marshawn Lynch during the season is like unstoppable. You give him the ball, he's gonna be able to get through this line. So everyone in the whole world is thinking, snap the ball to the quarterback. Their poor quarterback gives the ball to Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch crosses the line and wins the Super Bowl because we're down by four. So this touchdown would give us six. There would be no time left. We'd win the game, win mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. it would be mm-hmm. our second Super Bowl in the world. I mean, second Super Bowl in a row. Suddenly we'd be a franchise team. So that's what is on everybody's mind in the whole world. And then this is what happens. Now, I will admit that was a very fast play, but did you get a sense of what happened at all? Could you? S- well, he didn't throw it to Marshawn Lynch. He didn't, yeah. All he had to do was hand it to him. Instead, they tried to do some sneaky ass play. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, they tried to sneak it. They tried oh, to do this fancy thing. Oh, so they pre planned it. The, well, every play is pre planned. <laughs> he did
0: not tell me that.
1: In football, Okay, you're right. I guess I didn't tell you that. In football, that's what the huddle is. When they get together to huddle, they they say what their play is going to be. And then when you see those dramatic coaches on the sideline with all of those binders looking through all the plays or maybe in movies you've seen like the X's so and the O's. So it's all
0: planned out? Each
1: time they say if they line their defense up like that. I knew that
0: that was part of it, but I just assumed that they were also like improvising on parts. They C.
1: do it's improvise like to a certain extent for sure. Okay. And especially – One thing that's so incredible about the Patriots is that Bill Belichick and their defensive uh, coordinator, who I can't remember his name, but I can picture him as like a younger dude with a beard, always wearing a backwards hat. Kind of look how I look these days. Um, They're really good at training their players, sort of how to improvise. Meaning, so if you see this person lined up here or those two people next to here, chances are they're going to do this. The Patriots are kind of otherworldly with knowing how to handle teams. That's why they've won so many Super Bowls. Yeah. Um, so there's, and my dad I think has watched maybe 50 or 300 hours worth of YouTube videos of people dissecting the reality of how much they prepared for a play like this. And uh-huh. like the guy who actually made the catch, this guy Butler is like not even one of their big players. He's actually like a really low man on the totem pole who got put in just in case they try to do the play that they ended up doing, it.
0: that is a really. I mean, were people so mad?
1: Yeah, people are still mad. My dad is still furious. I'm still furious. I'm showing you this because that's how upsetting this was.
0: I know y'all get mad about
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> look at his face. That's Pete Carroll. I know, just chewing his gum. He can't believe it. Uh, no, my dad's probably. If he listened to this episode, he's gonna go back and watch some YouTube videos on this play look right at, now. Look at Brady's so pumped. Unbelievable. They tried to go here,
3: but he beats them to the punch. And I'm sorry, but I can't believe the call. I cannot believe the call. You've got Marshawn Lynch in the backfield. You've got a guy that's been borderline
0: unstoppable in this part of the field. I can't believe the call. He really intercepted that.
1: Right? Yeah, right. Okay, so anyways, what you now have is a basic understanding of what the, what information you can just get from the screen right away uh-huh. to get a sense of what's going on. Uh-huh. And now you know some social drama to bring in.
0: That's a pretty, you did a great job with this, Nick. Would
1: you say, Muriel, that it was a uh, completion? Or an interception? Well... The job that I did. The job that you did? Did I complete the pass or did I throw an interception?
0: I feel like... uh, Well, I would say completion. Okay, good. Good. But that's because completion and complete are the you know like i do understand the english language so that's a
1: really good point just apply basic understanding <laughs> of the <an> english language <laughs> to football and you'll figure it out uh,
0: what's an interception
1: <laughs> you can do this barrel use use the english how language. do you
0: throw an interception do you throw it and it becomes intercepted yes so why do they call it throwing an interception Your pass is not the interception.
1: You've just melted my brain. (laughs) You beat football.
0: Uh, See, the logic doesn't track. (laughs)
2: I'm telling you.
1: All right. So we know that some people are going to be with family for Thanksgiving. And we also know that some people are going to be cooking together. Yes, for Thanksgiving, maybe just two of you. Maybe there's some kids involved. Who knows? There's going to be people in and out of the kitchen, maybe some hustle and bustle. That is perhaps approximating normal times. Now, in the past, we have talked about what it's like to cook Thanksgiving di- dinner from the chef's point of view. Yes, right? we
0: have. And it's been a, it's been very much like <clears throat> I say, these are the things you need to do to help me. Right. right? But nobody's ever asked <laughs> i'm like i feel like what i want to know is like what is it like from your perspective right you know what i mean because sometimes like things that are like i also want to preface this by saying that you're wonderful in the kitchen yeah um when it's just you and me mm-hmm. but uh but Thanksgiving's always a different beast. That's always one where like you have like different people in the kitchen that yeah. are normally in there, different configurations of pi- right. kitchen people, right. different levels of intoxication, right, different like dynamics, mm-hmm, different football mm-hmm, outcomes, mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. So like like it's a whole nother beast, right? So beast mode, if you will.
1: <laughs> Look at you, very football learning.
0: I'll okay. throw you an interception. Okay,
1: so. <laughs> all right so this is for the person this is to try to educate people that maybe want to help be involved maybe the football game is getting annoying maybe you feel i think this is
0: about educating me
1: well i think it's hopefully everyone will learn Everyone's you know going to learn this is a schoolhouse rock episode okay, right okay okay great okay. so i have some questions <laughs> for you too and i'll tell you some things um I, can I just ask you questions? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we didn't prep this right. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah, you okay? ask me questions. Okay. When I want to help in the kitchen, uh-huh. a lot of times I'm given like a, a, a task such as chopping, yes. shredding, mashing, yeah. stirring, uh, that kind of thing. It's yeah. Like, okay. So I have a question specifically about chopping. Okay, great. Okay. Because for the non cook, or maybe just me doing really good knife cuts is not only difficult, it's really, really annoying. (laughs) It's just like, I'm not that good at it. I can be, and I've tried to be like when I make us salads in our normal life, I put some eff- extra effort into the knife cuts because I think if I did a sloppy job, it would be irritating to you. And that's not true.
0: Not with salad. See, we're okay. we so now, getting somewhere.
1: OK, so that that's my first question. So, OK, so then I guess my this point is my is- thing
0: about salad. OK, <laughs> what I don't like, I don't care if the knife cuts are uniform. Yeah. What I don't like is like massive uh, cuts of very hard to chew vegetables. Remember how you made that salad a little while
1: ago. Oh, that was ridiculous. That? that was just one. That I know, was just... I know, but that's what no, I'm saying. I did it's make like, us a I'm salad. not doing it because it's, it's so hard today. to eat.
0: We, I couldn't even finish it. Okay. great. You know, if you cut something like kale stems up really small and they're like little crunchy things that yeah. are easy to eat, that's delicious. If you cut kale stems so they're fucking gigantic, <laughs> four inch long monsters, then you just sit there and chew like a horse until you wish you were somewhere else. Like, I'm on the beach in Mexico. Okay, great.
1: <laughs> so that basically leads me to my question. When someone says chop this, okay, what clues, what should I be looking for to think like, oh, this can be a kind of a hack job or there needs to be something either kind of beautiful or uniform about this chopping I'm about to do.
0: The thing that you should keep in mind, first and foremost, is, is it going to be cooked? Uh huh. Because if you're cooking something and you're cutting things that are tiny and things that are big and you're trying to cook them in an oven, they will not cook at the same rate. So whatever you mm-hmm. choose to do, mm-hmm. it's good to do it at the same size. The small pieces will, will burn and the big pieces will be under.
1: Got it. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: so it's mm-hmm. mostly for cooking. Okay. Like one thing you can think about is like, if I took a bite of this, yeah, what would I want from this? Like, would I want to have a little bit of everything in the bite uh-huh. or would I really want like a big juicy piece of something? Like you think about the difference between, let's say like a chop salad traditional chopped salad or a cob,
2: Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. in
0: a cob salad you know that's not chopped yeah kind of like that traditional setup you have big pieces of egg big pieces of avocado yeah big pieces of chicken but
1: like diced tomato and
0: right but i mean like but for the most part you're the enjoyment of it is like you have a piece of chicken with dressing on it you have a little bit of blue cheese and you have like Mm -hmm, a big mm -hmm. chunk of avocado and you like mix and match right If you prefer like an Italian chop, right? Yeah. Then that salad is all chopped up and it's meant to be like, oh, you get a little bit of everything in each bite. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if you're making something like and you're chopping for that thing, you think like in this stuffing, do I want to eat a three inch piece of celery or do I want the celery to kind of approximate the size of the pieces of stuffing? Then you'll know how big you want your chunks, right? Okay,
1: That makes sense. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Here's my next question okay? because I feel like it's always so annoying (laughs) when the follow up question is like, you know, well, you know, like, does it need to be small? How big? Like when we want to be like micromanaged, because the thing is, is people like us, like me, Uh who's like stir this thing and brown it. I'm going to be like, is this brown enough yet? And then someone like you is going to be like get out of the way it's more work for me to micromanage you doing it than it is for me to do myself <laughs> yeah. which is the most why are you annoying,
0: me seem so mean you're the, you're, i'm not because you're being
1: i'm i am you are very nice but you are the villain in this story okay um okay. so <laughs> it's just like because i'm saying that's the insecurities right that's the mystery of the kitchen for people like me is
0: well there's a big difference okay between taking some meat stirring it seeing some brown on the meat
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then going hey is this dark enough is really different than go doing it, having it maybe not be brown or like starting it and then just being like, how how brown does it need to be? You know what I mean? I can tell you, cook it two more minutes and that's fine. If I have uh-huh. to explain to you what browning is, <laughs> then that gets annoying. You know what I mean? Like okay. do it to the best of your ability and be like, okay, I browned this. Does that look good to you? Uh-huh. You know, and then just they'll either say two more minutes or... Yeah, that's fine. Or you burned it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great.
1: Does that make sense? It makes... Yeah, I mean, basically, you're just saying, like, don't be annoying. But I'm, I'm not. I'm just
0: saying, like, instead of worrying about the concept of browning... Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. I think that there is something psychologically about being like, I don't know what this is. Yeah,
1: right. I Right, I get it. That's the thing. It's like this... That's what I'm saying we're accused of a lot. Is like, suddenly, oh, you're a baby who doesn't know, you know, what a... Shr- you know, how to... if. Grading. I never call you a baby. (laughs) But I think that's sort of it, right? The idea of bring some of your adult knowledge of the world into this interaction versus someone like me who's insecure and like doesn't want to mess it up.
0: I think maybe the way to approach it is that don't be insecure because you're fine. You're in the kitchen. You're, you're working with the big dogs. <laughs> don't use that ton of voice. Either. But I think that the idea would be like, whatever you need to know, try to ask the least amount of questions. Because mm. sometimes <laughs> saying like, if you say to me, like, I don't like, like, I don't know how to do this. Like, I don't know how to brown this when the meat's not brown. Sometimes it sounds like um, you're asking me to do something unreasonable right now. Yeah. Then my reaction yeah, might be annoying- stronger, yeah, right? Because <laughs> right. I might be like you don't know what brown is. Yeah, right. You know, because you're trying to act like my request is too confusing.
1: Stop rubbing your eye. Okay. It's way too much, Meryl.
0: I know. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> get your own th- it's still rubbing your eye if you stop using your finger and start using your wrist. Don't... <laughs> Don't get your hand out of there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, that makes sense, right? Like, it's like, you're not, it's only, it's like, if the question is, oh, is this brown enough? Fine. If the question is, what is, how do I do this? You know, like, I don't know. I don't know how brown this is. <laughs> and I'm just <laughs> like, what? Why do you have an attitude? <laughs>
1: All right, great. Um, Are there any other questions that people ask that are particularly annoying?
0: Gosh, I don't know. You know, the truth is, is like most of the time it's really fun to cook with people. Yeah. It's not really that annoying. Yeah. I always think like sometimes there's tension in the kitchen, you know, like it's been a while though, since I've had that experience. Like we went out to Utah and I cooked with your brother and and your mom and we just had like a great time was so easy and so fun and like everyone was just super helpful and intuitive and last
1: thanksgiving out in joshua tree was really peaceful and wonderful Oh, it was so
0: nice it was just like really relaxing yeah so it's like i you know like it's funny because i was like oh we should do something where it's like what has made you feel like not helping in the kitchen yeah you know what i mean
1: Oh, I can go off. If you want to hear all the things that have happened to me that have just made me be like, no, thank you. Yeah. Okay. It's absolutely when I try to ask if someone needs help and they say no, but it's clear they just want someone better's help. Okay. Oh. That, or just someone different, especially you. You're so popular all the damn time. So i ask someone if they want help and they're like, no, Muriel's going to be here any <laughs> second to uh, help me figure out blah, 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 It's just like, oh my God, competing with you is a nightmare. I hate oh, it. Oh, her- Uh, you're too popular and it's annoying
3: um
1: i also uh the whole like thing about it's like an inside joke that men are so like not doing any emotional labor or whatever so if you come up to ask it's like the women like roll their eyes and are all like oh here's the boys like whatever you know just like the the um the gender dynamics especially around cooking big family meals are like, I will be in the other room. Thank you very much.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, like I get what you're saying. I think like in some instances that's been really true, but then also like, I mean, your brother is the cook and you're, uh, and, well, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, th- that's
1: not exactly true with our family dynamics for sure. Right, right, the right. Family, but I understand what you mean. Because, like, like, Sam cooks all the time. Sam, like uh, I was to say, Sam like, cooks a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I'm not really talking about our family in that. I'm just talking about in general. And I guess this is all old shit. I'm just bringing up old shit because we haven't cooked with friends and, you know, since last, last year. Yeah, whatever. right. Or, like,
0: a lot of years. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. I mean, I think, like, the emotional labor thing is kind of tricky. I will say this I think that you do a really good job of, like sous chefing i think you're really good at like coming in and helping sometimes it can be here's the thing it's like from my perspective if you're in the kitchen and you're in the like kind of like supposed you're kind of in the shits you're supposed to have gotten something done it's like late you know Uh like dinner's late everything's kind of fucked up and you know what you need to do and it's too hard to like explain it a lot of the time when people say like hey can i help with anything it's like a passive-aggressive way of saying, uh
1: "Can we uh, hurry this I along, would, please? Chop like, chop! Do chop. you need any help?
0: Because it seems like this is going no, really know, bad. I yeah, yeah. So I think that there's like, it's always like tension. Like I think uh-huh. about working in restaurants, like, <laughs> like, like do you do you pour gasoline on the fire? Does that get the food out quicker, right. or do you like? be sweet and like let just stay out well, of it i know we
1: talked about it last year but a big help automatically is just take the garbage out without having anyone ask you take
0: the garbage yes. out is really great
1: well the thing like, that really worked for me with my family in the the utah trip we just had when i did i did zero cooking besides dishes you obviously did so many
0: dishes but the
1: other thing that really helped was bartending for the chefs yeah that scores you a lot of brownie points and i would say For sure, if you're showing up, if you guys are cooking together or whatever, show up. And if you have a cocktail to make where you actually get to make a cocktail and you can figure out a place to do it that's not in the middle of where everyone's trying to cook and you bring either the glassware needed, make sure they have the glassware and and the ice and all of the things that would make it annoying for you to impose on your who's ever hosting or whatever but if you show up with a cocktail and actually make it for people that goes a long way and the other thing that i remembered that really has done a lot of uh, can you guys hear this drilling behind us it's just unbelievable okay <laughs> they got such an attitude i went down there to check what they were doing and the guy was like yeah and i was like i don't know are you gonna break through the floor in our kitchen you're we shaking below? all the
0: dishes in our house yeah not even told us you're down there yeah
1: <laughs> How dare you ask what we're doing? <laughs> um, I'm sure they can hear us. They're like Literally, they're doing the sheetrock. There's like nothing separating us. Um, no, I've done this in the past, and this is a great thing to bring to the table if you are not a good cook, but you want to help, especially with like appetizer plates. If they're like, oh, you can put the appetizer plate together, take some time and arrange it so that it looks cool like remember i did that at one thanksgiving out of your grandma's house and everyone was like "Whoa, nick yeah. wow and it was just because like i took time and i did some good knife skills and i cut the celery and the, yeah, yeah. And the carrots and then i arranged it in like this cool pattern and it's like if you if you have especially if you have kids and you've played with them on any level like you have enough visual sense to be like oh well if i go s- carrot celery carrot celery you know in like a circle then it looks like a s- this and then you put your cheeses slug. here and yeah. you make a little shape out of this and just arrange that people get a huge kick out of it and it feels like you did something special even though you just you know pretended to be a child for a second and played with your food i
0: love that and I, I think you could that. do that
1: with main course stuff too like all right this is good get- <laughs> i don't know oh, we're not going to re-record. we've already been going too long guys i don't know if any of that's usable <laughs> Well, the banging downstairs has stopped. We had, to, we had to stop recording that last segment. It was drilling. It was crazy. But now it's calmed down. Cat hated it. And oh, I know that poor baby was all frazzled. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Look, it would not be Thanksgiving if you didn't do the age-old, stupid, wonderful, dumb, life-fulfilling thing of being grateful for stuff.
0: Yeah, you have to say what you're thankful for. We all know we have to do it. For some reason, I'm always very, like... Hate doing that. <laughs> I know. I
1: was like, well, we should say what we're thankful for. Amelia goes, fine, but they have to be really small things. Yeah.
0: So that's my thing. Okay. Yeah. Right now, we all are aware. We're thankful that Trump is not going to be president anymore. Like, there's things to be thankful for. Yes. There's awful things going on that there's something like thankful for a vaccine. Right. Like, you know, there's lots of things we're thankful for. Yeah. But I want to talk about tiny, tiny little things. Okay, great. Okay.
1: Okay. And we're going to go back and forth. We each came up with five. Okay. I'm already feeling romantic about it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Here, number one, I'm thankful that we finally got through that horrible pack of toilet paper that I accidentally bought us.
0: That was really bad. And we even have a big day i know like that's using very little toilet paper and it still was awful it was
1: i can't even believe they sell shit that cheap i just was in a rush and just bought it It was the worst mistake and i'm so thankful that it is gone and now we've got some nice stuff
0: now we have stuff that tastes like taste whoops (laughs) feels like pillows all right moving on nicholas yes thank you for letting me do this food thing the thing I'm talking about is ordering meals for all my family. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, I spent probably 25 hours doing that, <laughs> yeah. and I talked about it incessantly, and I know <laughs> that that was annoying. And I, you were so patient, and even when you were tuning me out, you yeah. were not mean about it. You didn't make me feel dumb, and you but you did also gently tell me it was time for me to stop.
1: <laughs> well you're very welcome and I have something to thank you for What? That while you were doing that on the laptop in our room that you tolerated me watching the new Takashi 6 9 documentary on Hulu they and I know you trash. hated every I know you hated every second of it but you also just let me do it because you were zoned in on ordering food and I just want to thank you for allowing me to watch that.
0: Okay. I like that. Talking trash about it. Well I didn't until just now. Okay. <laughs> okay great. Um, you know what I'm thankful for what how much you like this foster cat it's oh, so yeah. funny and so great because you like her so much yeah and you think she's so cool mm-hmm. and i just think that that is so it's very cute for me to watch i like i'm, I'm appreciating it a lot uh
1: i okay that's good yeah okay you're good.
0: out here going like look at her <laughs> yeah no, she's I, walking around i
1: love th- i love this cat she's such a great such a great little sidekick. I feel like a pirate, and she's my parrot.
0: Well, and she likes to attack you. <laughs> she
1: she loves me too. She loves. She she loves me. She so stalks you
0: in the hallway. I know
1: it's so wonderful. <laughs> okay, uh, Muriel, I want to thank you for always telling me that you're attracted to my hands.
0: Oh, Dick, <laughs> little freaky. Yeah, that makes me feel. I good. do. I think you have great masculine hands, I but know. the skin is very cool. And
1: smooth. You always tell me that, and you always act upon those feelings, and I really uh, want to thank you I for just that. think you're
0: wonderful. I know,
1: and it's the best.
0: Okay. What else am I? Okay. I am really thankful for the season change. Mm-hmm. I needed it, and it's really affecting me this year. We can't leave our apartment. The world's on fire. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. But it has felt a little stagnant uh-huh. for me, and I think that the, the grand thing of the weather changing has helped push me in a different perspective uh-huh. and that's really lifted my mood and made me feel like there's some movement towards a new era.
1: Yes. All right, good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um I am thankful for Helena Bonham Carter's performance on The Crown.
0: Oh my god, she's out of control. Well, I
1: hated that character for the first few seasons. That was such a upgrade to get her in there. She's such a great actress and I think she's killing it. And I'm also thankful for the girl that plays um the princess. The actress's name is Erin Daughty, daughtery mm. I don't know how to say that. But I'm thankful for her, too, because I think she's a weird, weirdo, badass. Princess I love, Anne? I just love how she just grunts all the time. Uh, she's oh, great. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, <right. laughs> it's <just> so weird. <laughs> I wanted to say I'm thankful for my mommy. Yeah. Because uh, my mom... i We kind of have talked about this, obviously, like, you know, this meal exchange. I've talked about it a thousand times. I'm obsessed, right? Yeah. But my mom normally curates the most... She puts together the most insane holiday meals. Yeah. So her it's it's like we don't we don't even really buy a lot of presents, but dinner is like the big deal. Yeah. And she took that budget and I picked out food for people, yeah. but my mother bought special meals for everyone in her family. Yeah, right. And I this I it was so thoughtful. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's really moving. And it's
0: really cool to have her be like excited about that idea. Yeah. And then also like you know thinking that I'd do a good job doing it yeah. you know like being like okay go ahead and yeah, I was right. like all right <laughs> and I did it and it was really cool to have that vote of confidence and to have her want to do it i just thought that was a really fun thing to do with her
1: well i love your mom so much and i can't believe that you're saying i'm you're thankful for your mom i thought we were supposed to do doing little things okay i'm thankful for my mom too oh <laughs> you little cheater How you is can't not say a little- your mom is the biggest, most important thing in your life.
0: I'm saying thanks for buying everybody meals. Oh, okay.
1: All right. I don't I know. Now really it nice. makes my last one feel really stupid. Why are you such a baby? I'm you thankful. keep your eyes
0: on your own paper.
1: <laughs> I'm thankful that you didn't make fun of me uh, the other morning when I woke up and I was really scared that I was in love with Billie Eilish. Oh, my God. <laughs> i was really, oh, like, really
0: you were acting so weird. i was
1: nervous i was like i think i'm in love with Billie eilish and i went and watched her new music video and then i was like oh of course she is 18 years old like of course i'm not in love with Billie eilish like that's that was a nightmare joke i mean
0: i didn't make fun of you but i definitely i was like, <laughs> it's one of those you know like we have you know like when you get in the relationship you've been together for a while and you have these code words yeah and i've mentioned this on the podcast before but it's One time, I said, "Oh, this place in New York City is doing uh, Italian dim sum," and you got so upset. (laughs) And like, that's the because you love dim sum and you love Italian food, but you hate Italian dim sum. (laughs) Yeah. So like, that's definitely like, there's a like a realm of your psyche that is so baffling to me <laughs> that it kind of transcends like making fun of you like that's like like i was just asking you kind of like clarifying questions i was like what and you're like i i mean i just I was just like in love with her and then i realized she's a child <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> Of course, I'm not in love with her. She's a child. Right? She's not a
1: child. She's 18. Okay. I know. It's I know not...
0: But you, that's what you no, said. No, I know. I know. Up. It was too weird. I was and really you were woke up. I was super weird. I
1: was really feeling really haunted by it.
0: Yeah. I didn't tease you because you were not in the teasing zone.
1: <laughs> well, and I'm thanking you for that. Okay. I'm really thanking you for recognizing I was not in a tease zone. Right.
0: Reading the room. And just, yeah. And letting it go and <laughs> yeah. letting
1: me work through it myself. You know, hands with Muriel's teasing hands off of the situation. Her new song's a banger. Billie Eilish is tight. It's not that good. I, uh, love
0: it. I like Billie Eilish. I do not think that new song is that good. Okay, great. Okay, okay. great. <laughs> <laughs> do you have
1: a final thank you?
0: Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm also thankful for the poster cat. <laughs> <laughs> like, I yeah. guess those are two things in my mind, but I love this list. Uh, I am thankful for how much you like it, but this cat is so. We got it for an emotional support animal. Yeah. And so far, we've only had kittens. Yeah. So we've been fostering kittens, and they have a really different personality. It's like kittens are like, you know, they're, they're, they need more. They're yeah. looking for like a mommy and a daddy. You yeah. know, like they really want to be taken care of. They're like, fo- they're developing their personalities, but they're not like fully functioning, like, yeah. you know, things. They're more like cute. Balls of fur that like discover things. Yeah. yeah. They're more biological, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think like having this full grown foster cat has been totally like an emotional support animal. Like yeah. I was, I'm shocked at how much joy it's bringing me. Yeah. Cause it's got a little personality and an opinion. She has
1: the best personality. She does. not her Ho- opinions sometimes are really stupid. Yeah.
2: But- <laughs> she's out
0: here <laughs> just making a mess of shit. But she's out here just doing her best and she's weird as shit and she... When she snuggles you, it's like a big deal yeah. for her, you know? So yeah. it's like a big deal for you when she chooses to do yeah, it. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, it just, just, she's a great little beam of joy.
1: I know. I mean, I really appreciate that about her because that's also like the manipulation I lay on you. What? You know what I mean? Like, I'm really withholding. I don't give you any love oh, so yeah. that when I do, you feel more dedicated to me. Is that you what know you what I mean? Yeah. Like? <laughs> is that what you think you're like (laughs) (laughs) you're literally like
0: a sugar glider like you walk into the room you're like love me (laughs) fly across the room arms outstretched (laughs) we were like going to Trader Joe's today and Nick unlocked the door and I put the the cart back and I turned around and you were standing in the middle of the parking lot with your arms out (laughs) and I go like even gave you all and I was like what's wrong and you're like what do you mean what's wrong
2: (laughs) 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 Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Thank, Thank you, you for
1: listening. listening. Happy
0: Thanksgiving. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful time.
1: Absolutely. Just be good to yourself and terrible to people that deserve it. That's a of you. All right. Bye, guys. We Bye. love you. <laughs>
0: Howdy folks, this is Jacob Ben Shmuel, the co-creator and showrunner of One Million Musicals. This month,
1: shootouts, horses, and a sheriff just trying to keep the peace. You see, it might sound crazy to some,
2: but I'm a lawman with no gun, oh, I've
0: been- The Lawman with No Gun, starring Book of Mormon's Kevin Clay, is available now. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify,
2: or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Campfire.